Hand off Alexander, tries to get around the left edge, shakes the tackle at the five, lunges for the end zone, touchdown! And it's Alexander Madison with his first rushing touchdown of the season. Yo, yo, what's going on? Welcome to Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi. My name is Gabe Henderson from the Vikings Entertainment Network alongside my guy, Ron Johnson. And we are two days away from the final game of a Vikings two-game road stretch against the Detroit Lions. We got the five and six Vikings against a winless Lions team that's lost their last three games by a combined five points. The Motor City Kitties are inching towards their first win of the season, but I hope it's not on Sunday because kickoff is set at noon central time in Hitsville, USA at Ford Field. You can listen to that game right here on the Vikings radio network. As always, voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, Ben Lieber, Greg Coleman, Pete Bursich. They'll be on that call and Ron. Next week, we won't have a Vikings vantage because it's a Thursday night game against the Steelers, but we got two straight matchups against two teams that mean a lot to you. The Detroit Lions, your hometown team, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers, the team you grew up watching because your dad played for them. How, how are you feeling about this matchup, first and foremost, with the Detroit Lions? It's a trap. It is a trap. I'm not going to lie. Uh, one, you know what's, com- what's coming. Mm-hmm. It's the Lions. They're, they haven't won a game. They've tied the Steelers, almost won that one. And then you look at Thursday night versus the Steelers. And so I think a lot of guys think about that too. Like, man, we got a short week coming up next week. You know, I, you know, we got to make sure your body's right. This is like the week to get your rest in because you know you're not going to get a ton of rest next week. And so you just hope that guys don't plan ahead mm-hmm. because it is the Lions. And going to Detroit, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that can get your mind off of the fact that you're about to go play a game. Mm-hmm. And not only a game, a team that's like, like you said, it, it, itching for a win. I mean, granted, they got absolutely blown out by the Eagles, the Bengals. Um, it, but then you look at like the Browns game, lost by three. You look at the the Bears game; they should have won that, mm-hmm. lost by two. Coaching mistakes, timeouts, which Delay Zimmer again. had those same yep same issues. Uh, you know, you look at the uh, the Steelers tie. You know, that's one of those where you're like, well, we didn't lose, mm-hmm. but we didn't win, and and they could have. And then you even go back to the Vikings game. We were here for that one. Yeah. It came down to the wire. You know, like everybody was like, oh, the Vikings are going to win this. All of a sudden, the Lions find a way to score. And then everybody's like, oh, crap, we're going to lose to the Lions. And then Kirk does it, comes down, and they win it. It's the Lions in their mind. If I'm watching the film, they're going to watch the old Vikings film oh, from, la- from last game. Just the last two minutes, though. Exactly. And he's going to remind them of that. He's also going to remind them of the Steelers games and how close they've been. But looking at what the Vikings did against the Lions without Dalvin Cook now and some of the injuries on defense, that's where I think the Lions are going to have hope. You think they still have hope because Alexander Madison started that last game, too, against the Lions. He started the last two games against the Lions, and still it's just like, yeah, we don't have Dalvin Cook, but they haven't been able to stop him either. Yeah, but, I mean, when you look at Alexander Madison in their mind, they're like, man, this was a close game. We didn't have a running back catch 100 yards on his run. I mean, I think Dalvin versus the Lions – that's a game where he easily could have 170, 180, mm-hmm. you know, catch 60, 70 yards on a screen. They fear Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Like Dalvin Cook is a unique back. He is a, a explosive back. He's a guy that can see the field like no other back. I mean, if you watch him on the, on the zone run scheme, if he's supposed to look at that right leg of the tackle, he's running right to the right leg of the tackle waiting for the block to happen. He's going to cut off of it. Mm-hmm. Where Madison, sometimes you see him float a little bit wider than he should. You see him maybe cut back too soon. Mm-hmm. You see him just dive into a hole where you know, you always see it on, on the Fox telecaster. Like, oh, and they draw a little 
full circle. Like, oh, if he had just went this way, it's a touchdown. You know, yeah. on that screen, I think Madison had the same thing. Oh, if he just sticks his foot in the ground and goes right, it's a touchdown. Six points, where, yeah. where Dalvin does that. I mean, we've seen it against the Packers where Dalvin has, has, has had those long runs making a cut. So, you know, for the Lions, that's, that's you know, not say best case scenario, but for them, they're like, man, we don't have to face Dalvin Cook. Like, we almost had them with Alexander Madison. Like, we can win this game, guys. Like, it, it, granted, we're 0 and 10 and 1. We're going to have the first pick in the NFL draft, <laughs> but let's not go 0 16 and 1 because we've already done that. Yeah. So why? Let's do something we haven't done before. And that's why I said I hope this isn't the game that they get that first win. Like while Dan Campbell said that they're playing spoiler right now, no team wants to be that team that gives them their first win of the season because you will be remembered more so as that one team. That, that they won the game against. But moving on to a thing that we do with Vikings Vantage. It's sponsored by Pepsi. Pepsi's slogan is, that's what I like. Mm-hmm. So one thing that you like about this upcoming matchup, what is it? I do like the quarterback play. Jared Goff, he he doesn't get enough credit sometimes. He hasn't played great. But but I, but what the one thing he does do against the hope. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's constantly trying to find ways to get in the games. Um, it was always the chicken and egg, just like Brady and Belichick. Everybody wondered, was it McVay or Goff? Like, who 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 was making that offense go? I think it's McVay because mm-hmm. you look at, at – uh, what's records, his name? Yeah, yeah you, you look at what's going on right now with the Rams. Um, you look at what Jared Goff's doing here. But then again, is it the coach here? Is it – or not the here, but there. Is it the Lions coach? So I'm intrigued by that. I, I want to see – you know what, Jared Goff shows up. I would because he's hearing the rumors now too. Because all of a sudden the Rams are struggling, so mm-hmm. now people are like, "Oh, you know, Stafford's <laughs> not as good as we thought." You know, Jared Goff wasn't. You know, so I think now, just like anybody, he wants to prove something. He wants to prove that he's not as bad as he's played. Um, he wants to prove that he is worth another contract. Um, and then Kirk Cousins, we know he has a ton of people blaming him for losses, even though it's not his fault. Um, so I think he, and without Dalvin Cook as well, and, and somebody asked Mike Zimmer with Dalvin Cook out, are you going to try to pass more? And his comment was, um, you know, we haven't run the ball great anyway, mm-hmm. the, you know, whatever the last game. So I think, you know, he is going to maybe take the reins off a little bit and let Kubiak air it out because you, you look at the Lions defense and and that's when you think like, you know what, we have to find ways to attack them and don't take like don't come up with a vanilla offense. Don't mm-hmm. come into this game with a vanilla game plan thinking it's just the Lions because that's how you lose games. Yeah, speaking of Kirk, I mean he, he's been dominant against the Lions. He's got eight career games against them, eight and no, twenty two hundred passing yards, seventeen touchdowns, two interceptions. So I feel like this is just another game that Kirk is just going to have a another field day. But they're looking at it, they're high on their cornerback, so they're saying, okay, Kirk, he he's due another interception. He threw us one last time, so. Let's let's go out there and do it again. But if I had to say one thing that I like about this matchup, I'm going to go with what history has done. And that's Alexander Madison. He's yeah. been dominant against this team uh, the past two times. It's just it's crazy that this is a team that he's familiar with and he's averaging over 100 yards a game against this team. So can we put our foot on their throat and show up and make plays when we need to? Yeah. And I think this could be a game for him looking at the Lions defense. You know, they're one of the worst run defenses, giving up 100, almost 134 yards a game. But then they're still almost giving up 250 in the air. So Mm -hmm. it is one of those things where if I'm Dan Campbell, we know he likes to, you know, instill that that blue collar kneecap football. He's probably telling these guys, like, look, we haven't been great against the run. Mm -hmm. So my guess is he's emphasizing that all week. Here's the gap integrity. Here's the issues we're having. Here's the missed tackles. Here's the loafs. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's the things where it's like, if you just would have hustled, you would have been there and made that play. Where if a guy is down, you know, a team that's 0 and 10 
when they're down by 14 or down by 10 even, they start to, that doubt creeps in yeah. quick. Like, man, here we Another go again. One. Yep. And so that's what I think Dan Campbell's trying to make sure they understand is, yeah, this is why. not We're not bad, but this is why we've played bad because you guys are doing X, Y, and Z. So it could be a Madison day, but it could be a, a JJ day that's with true. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. I mean, it could be one of those days where the Lions overemphasize the run all week in practice. And and the Vikings just realize, like I've said this over and over again, the extended handoff has to be a hitch or a slant because those are routes for Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen mm-hmm. that are are darn near unstoppable. Like when it comes to those two guys, you know, some of the trickery, I, I like it just to throw something on film that nobody's seen. But sometimes you just got to get back to the basics. And if you see a guy one on one, seven yards off, throw the hitch. Throw it. You know, if he comes up and bump like Kirk's done though, throw the fade. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the game where. Um, I don't know when, I don't know at what point, but Kirk's got to have a little bit more control of the offense when he's on the field where he can make that call himself and just say, hey, look, I like this matchup out there. I'm changing it to that. Well, one guy that's got control of this entire team is Mike Zimmer. He spoke to the media earlier this week, and he's not overlooking this team. Let's hear his thoughts. Alexander Madison has a much better yards per carry average when he starts or gets a lot of carries versus just come, kind of coming in and out. Is he the kind of guy that just needs to get a lather or whatever you want Call it to really get going? Or? Um, that's been his role. His role is, you know, come in and replace Dalvin at times. So, um, <clears throat> you know, he, but he's had lots of times when he started. So we'll just, you know, continue to try to get him ball and hopefully he continues that trend. With uh, Dalvin officially ruled out, you think there's any chance you could have him on a short week next week for Pittsburgh? Or? I don't know. He's feeling good, but I don't know. In terms of your run game, you mentioned earlier that we're trying to get a more consistent. Do you feel like it's been a little bit of feast and feast or famine? You know, you get a, a 30-yarder or, or a one-yarder. There's yeah. kind of a, a lot of that. It's a little bit of the run game in general, you know, with, with everybody typically. You know, it's a, you know, that's why you have to stick with it. It's one, it's two, it's three, it's minus one, then it's 20. So, you know, you'd like to get 20s all the time, but defenses are slanting and moving and changing alignments and things like that. So, you know, sometimes you get into a bad play here and there, but, um, <clears throat> you know, hopefully we can get this going a little bit better. Like with Rashad having to start, what's what's their pressure like on that side? Yeah, they're, they're good. They're good rushers. Um, you know, they bring some extra pressure. Um, you know, they, they do a good job with their, with their disguises. So, um, you know, we'll just have to be able to make sure that we are secure with, with really with the protections and, you know, being able to have tight ends and chip and things like that. Do you see any chance of Patrick Peterson getting back or not? Maybe. He's close. Oh, okay. And uh, Michael Pierce, will he be back? Would you anticipate? Or? I anticipate, yes. Ron, 0-10, 10-0. Mike Zimmer, his thoughts aren't going to change. But we got to go to break, and I'm going to get your thoughts about his presser after the break. Hey, Vikings fans, this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Hey, Vikings fans, right now you can pick up a commemorative Vikings cup at your local Hy-Vee. Fill it with an ice-cold Pepsi and you'll be ready for football watching. All right, we're back. This is Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi. Gabe Henderson here alongside Ron Johnson from Vikings Game Day Live. And Ron, um, we were talking about Zimmer. Of course, he's not going to overlook these guys, but this is another game for us to establish our identity and 
give the NFL a notice of who we can be going into this last stretch of the season. The uh, Washington football team, you know, claimed that spot by beating Seattle. So mm-hmm. now they're back in the playoffs. And so now, again, it's back to this whole waiting game of hoping a team loses, hoping a team falters, um, getting help from other teams so you can get back in that you know, six or seven spot. The key spot, honestly, and I know a lot of people want to get there is five Mm -hmm. because you play the Dallas Cowboys the way it stands now. It might change. It might flip. But that's who you kind of want to play. Like you look at everybody else in the playoffs. And if I'm looking at the NFC, I'm thinking the most beatable team of that top four that are going to win their division with the Packers. I'm going to go Cowboys. And so I don't know if you can get to five because the more you, you know, the, the further you get pushed down to eight, nine, the harder it's going to be to jump up to five because they were right there. They were at six. I think Dallas might lose a game, though. Like they're they're kind of trending downward. So it kind of I mean, if we're six, there may be an opportunity right there. You get a three versus six. See, but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And that that's possible, too. Like it, it could it could happen. Um, but that's, I hate to say the word you control your own destiny because right now you still need other people. <laughs> but. You have to win the games you're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. And we know the Lions, we know the Bears twice in a short span, and then you can beat the Packers because you beat them. Like the, You take care of your division, and I think you're fine. Now the Steelers is going to be a weird one, but the traveling team on Thursday night has played sloppy. Mm. And so I think that's going to be the advantage for the Vikings because the guys, after the game Sunday, they get to rest Monday, they get to rest Tuesday. You know, they get to have a or whatever, a light walk through Tuesday mm-hmm. and then um, a light practice Wednesday. And they don't have to travel. Right. Where the Steelers are like, man, we got to get on the road. We got to fly out. I never thought Wednesday. of it like that. Yeah. Like they, they, the Vikings guys get to be here because it's really only, you know, you got to have a day off. Mm-hmm. So you really only have one real day of practice plus a, a light practice or regular practice and then a travel. Yeah. Where the Vikings don't have to travel. They can practice, go home, relax, rest, and then get ready to play Thursday night where the Steelers are waking up in a different city on Thursday after flying out on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then you got to play late Thursday night, you know, so that one can go their way. But yeah, I think Mike Zimmer knows we we should be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We're better than we've put on film uh, and we're better than our end result. Because if you look at all the games that came down to field goals or last second drives, they were in just about every game. Before we get to our worst, more likely segment, um, I, I got to tell Vikings fans to go to Vikings.com right now to see the full injury report. Ron, there is an opportunity that we get our two big fellas in the middle back and playing against a Detroit Lions team that the one thing they do well is yards per rush, averaging 4.6 yards per rush, which is sixth best in the NFL. That's going to be key in, for a team that really hasn't stopped the run all season. I mean, we gave up 200 yards uh, last week. We've given up 800 plus yards in the past six games. So stopping the run is, is is a big thing for me. But at the same time, if you're the Lions, you're saying, well, they haven't stopped the run all season. So we got a guy in Jamal Williams that led the team in rushing the last time we played the Vikings. That should be their recipe for success. But we got to stop the run and, 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 re- and return. And the Vikings, again, they're down at the bottom with the Lions and, and run defense, which mm-hmm. is is rare in a Mike Zimmer uh, defense because that's all we heard was for years it was great. And then last year, you know, you throw all the injuries in there and it's one of Mike Zimmer's worst defenses ever in his coaching career. And then it starts off good. You know, when everybody's here and healthy, except for like all the guys weren't always together at all times. But for the most part, when you had your key pieces uh, with 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 Dalvin Tomlinson, uh, Pierce, you had mm-hmm. Neil Hunter in there, you had Everson Griffin, you know, plugging in there. When you had those pieces, yeah, they were really good. And then as guys start to go down, you start to, you know, have to 
put a puzzle together, mm-hmm. you start to see the holes in the in the armor and you start to see the the bullet holes in the boat, you mm-hmm. know, and all of a sudden it's like, man, it's we're leaking. leaking here. Yeah. And so with, with Swift out, I think that's where the Lions really are like, man, if we had Swift, I think we had it, you mm-hmm. know, but you're right. Jamal Williams is a good running back. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's been a good running back. Downhill when he, too. Yeah. When he was with, with the Packers. And so I think this is going to be one of those games where whoever doesn't make the mistakes, the missed tackles, will win the game. Uh, but if it if it gets one of those where the Lions are just filling themselves and their offensive line is moving well and they're they're pushing downhill because we know, um, you know, the guy's out. But that's why I think I saw Pierce is back now or something. Yep. And so hopefully really back and not just activated back to see if he can go. And then he gets out there Sunday and all of a sudden he's deactivated. Yeah. But that's one of those things. They're going to need run stoppers for this one. I wouldn't be mad if Michael Pierce sat out Sunday just because of the game on Thursday. You got a Najee Harris, but yeah, true. I, I get it. I, I get mean, that. It's, it's a division game. Uh, we'll have Dalvin Tomlinson probably back for that Steelers game also. So we'll, we'll see what the Vikings do there. But let's move to this. What's what's more likely segment? We had you on a few weeks ago. And um, we, we, we had a little fun with this. So first and foremost, I got three questions. First okay. and foremost, what's more likely, Alexander Madison or Jamal Williams will have more rushing yards on Sunday? Uh, Madison. Okay. So Jamal Williams has 388 rushing yards this year. Madison has 315. So I, I think we got the better old line. Yep. So we'll see how that how that fares on Sunday. All I can do is just say we do. But question number two, Kirk throws for 300 plus or the Vikings defense hold Detroit to less than 300 yards of total offense? I'd say Kirk 300 yards. So he needs 302 yards to eclipse the 2,500 career passing yard mark versus the Lions. Yeah, I'd say Kirk 300. Well, Ben Lieber said, J.J., he can see him having a 200-yard game. Can you, can you see that too or – that- I could see that or I could just see like him and Adam both exploding. Okay. Cuz just because this feels like one of those games. It feels like one of those games where you you look at your opponent and you're like, "You know what? We're just better." Mm-hmm. Like and hopefully mentally the record doesn't show it, but hopefully mentally they know that going into this game. Like we are just we're athletically better. We have two of the best receivers in the NFL. We probably have the best duo. We need to attack it. Not say they're not going to run it cuz we know Mike Zimmer wants to establish a run, but this is a game where you throw to force them to put six guys in coverage to then make that count with the line five on five. And like you said, I would take that five on five matchup with our old line any time of the day. What's more likely, the Vikings to win the next two games or the Big Ten to be left out of the college football playoffs? Vikings to win the next two. Really? Yeah. You said which is more likely. Oh, yeah, what's more likely them to be left out? Okay, yeah, gotcha. they won't be left out. They're not going to lose to Iowa. Okay. I want Michigan to make it in a college football play. I just want to see another big team. This was crazy. Michigan lost their best receiver, who was probably a top five receiver in the country, Ronnie Bell. Mm -hmm. And they're still number two in the country right now. That's that's how good Harbaugh has been. I mean, you look at Donovan Peoples-Jones. You look at Lavert Hill. Um, you look at all these guys that went to the NFL, and that's why everybody looks back like Ambry Thomas. You know, everybody looks at, at Harbaugh like, you put like how are these guys going in the NFL, but you can't win a game, mm-hmm. and that's always been the stigma around his program. Is like your guys are going to. It's not like you don't have talent, mm-hmm. you know. Because people's Jones, that's what Baker Mayfield said. He's like, man, he's way better than I thought. And why? Because he, he not say he got benched. You know, he, he kind of started pulling that Keyshawn Johnson stuff I heard in practice <laughs> where sometimes he didn't feel like practicing or he had a little injury that maybe you could practice through, right. but he would kind of, uh, yeah, no, I got to worry about the draft. And then all of a sudden he he's gets to the Browns and he's killing it, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so I think that's where Harbaugh is, is like, you know what? I do have the talent. I do have the guys. How can I get over this hump? He's done it. He beat Ohio State. 
they're you know number two. I yeah, Iowa. I think he's going to have to make a statement because what he doesn't want because everybody's trying to figure out the Cincinnati bit, mm-hmm. uh, Oklahoma State, which is random as heck. Uh, even though I had them beat Oklahoma, so I knew they would. I didn't think they would jump up that high. If Michigan beat Ohio State by one. I think Michigan jumps in there at like two and Ohio State goes to three or four to get a rematch um, so that they can somehow make them play again. Now they just push them down to six and Notre Dame might get in and you know, Oklahoma State though, I don't I don't see Oklahoma I don't want to see Oklahoma State play Georgia. That doesn't seem like a good good Saturday afternoon to me. Now I, I, I want to see Cincinnati play Georgia because last year in the Sugar Bowl, I believe, Cincinnati should have beat them. And this, these are literally the same exact teams that yeah. should have beat them. I think Georgia went on like a 21-0 run in the second half and came back and won. So we'll, we'll see how, how how that shakes itself out. But final thoughts. Yeah, so with Detroit, like I said, you, you can't give them any hope because that's what they're thinking right now is, I mean, when you look at their schedule and Dan Campbell's probably doing as well, he's not looking ahead like, you know, we have to, mm-hmm. but he knows there's some wins coming. You know, you look at the Broncos, uh, you look at the the Falcons, uh, even the Seahawks, yeah, like the Seahawks game. are bleeding bad. Mm-hmm. Like Russell Wilson is out of there. Like Sierra is trying to one, two step to the next city. <laughs> like they are over $107 million. Yeah. Let's see who else wants to pick this up. And I know there's a a ton of teams yeah. like the, the bears for sure. For Washington football team, the Washington football team. Like there are some teams that are like, Hey, uh, what you, what y'all want to do? Yeah. What you got? And so even though they just drafted Justin Fields, I could see the bears cause Nagy wants to save his career. And if he doesn't feel like Fields is the guy, because Ohio State quarterbacks have never really done anything Mm. because the scheme is great. Mm. And then they get to the NFL and they struggle because they weren't challenged or given the uh, ability to learn in college. In the Lions' mind right now, I know they're saying, hey, we can go on a two-game win streak if we beat the Vikings Mm -hmm. because we can beat the Broncos. Uh, Probably won't beat the Cardinals, but then we can turn around and beat the Falcons and beat the Seahawks, win four games, and still have the first pick. The only issue with that is – I don't see a clear-cut number one guy in the draft that can help them this year. And mm-hmm. that's the other problem. There's not a Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not a Calvin Johnson. And then um, when you look at moving forward after the Lions game, when you look at the Steelers, for the Vikings, it's going to be that. Who has the ability to bounce back? Yeah. Like, who can turn a quick two days and get back on that field and put something in the stadium and on the field that people are going to be proud of. And like I said, Najee Harris, let's run it down their throat. Let's give it to our big back. Mm-hmm. We drafted him for this reason. It fits the Steelers' mold. They mm-hmm. want to run the ball. Big Ben can't run. Uh, can the Vikings come out of this one healthy too? Like the Lions Ooh. game, come out of the game healthy. Yeah. Because I feel like every week there's been a guy or something or COVID or, you know, come out of this healthy. Like do whatever we got to do to not contract COVID. And, and stay healthy because the healthiest teams are going to win. Like the guys that can stay on the field are going to win. And like you said, is, is this a Michael Pierce back now or is it a weight, you know, Dalvin Thomas, you know, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like they're going to need run stoppers versus Najee. So Vikings fans, make sure you stay tuned to Vikings.com for the most up-to-date coverage of the team. The injury report should be out right now. So make sure you go there and check that out and check out some more of our content. For Ron Johnson, producer Jay Nelson, and Tatum Everett, who couldn't be here, my name is Gabe Henderson. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Vikings Vantage presented by Pepsi. Pepsi, that's what I like.